Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. are still calling for council members Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo to resign outside the home of council member DeLeon's home in Eagle Rock. Black Lives Matter protesters have been staging a camp out since Sunday morning. They have been calling for him to resign after he, council member Gil Cedillo and former council president Nuri Martinez were part of leaked audio involving racist remarks. And as we point out again, if you're not a Californian, you wouldn't know some of these names are the most powerful people in California for the last several decades. And as always, the drive-by media is driven by and said, oh, it's racism. Great. We know race. We love reporting about racism. There's a racist. Look at these racists. And yeah, there's some of it in there. But what this is, if they would stop their drive-by media bus and actually look they would see a bitter battle for power. Because that's what this is all about. Who's in what district? What quote-unquote assets are in whose district? And I was just reading about that. I've got it around here somewhere, but the short version of it is that if you have the airport in your district, everybody involved with the airport, everybody who profits from and through the airport, for instance is going to pour campaign contributions into your coffers. They'll find a way to make sure you're friendly. So it's raw power grabs unfolding. 
and often and the sort of the uniform being worn for the power grab is I'm standing up for my people and our rights. Right. Um, and uh, this sort of thing always has gone on, always probably will go on. And what's interesting is that nobody pays that much attention to it unless somebody gets caught on a hot mic using a racial slur. And then that's seen as the bad part, as right. opposed to the actual policies, which could be construed as racist. People are only concerned about the words. Yeah. So if I, as a Hispanic guy, want to carve out LAX for my district, for instance, just to cite an obvious landmark, um, <clears throat> And I want to, you know, take it away from a black district. And I use, you know, I describe somebody's kid as looking like a monkey in a particularly derogatory phrase in Spanish, I guess, or so I'm told. Well, then all the focus is on (laughs) using rude words, rude racial words. But anyway, I just got this and I haven't had a chance to highlight it yet. But to illustrate the point of what's actually happening here, uh, the folks at Red State have a pretty solid theory on who leaked that conversation between those heavyweights of California and L.A. politics that were a year ago. Somebody sitting on that tape for a year. Yes. So I'll just read you part of it. Uh, And again, our theme here is brass knuckled hidden knives. I mean, Joe Biden bending his blade on the rain barrel. I guess you bend it on the curb then you you know, you leave it on the rain barrel to get rusty overnight so you can leave a jagged, infected wound. You remember that? No, no, we don't. But this is that sort of political fighting. More leaked conversations at the Cal labor offices show the Democratic Socialists of Los Angeles takeover of L.A. is continuing apace. The Democratic Socialists of America, Los Angeles, have big plans to take over the governments of L.A., the governance of L.A., and they're taking no prisoners. Someone from this political organization, writes Jennifer O'Connell, someone from this political organization is probably involved in the leaking of the Latinx scandal conversation. Uh, And the online site Knock L.A. has just unveiled a few more. Another taped conversation has been released, this time between former California Federation of Labor President Ron Herrera, who was one of the guys who resigned this week, um... And Hannah Cho, a former city council aide to Mitch O'Farrell, who recently became part of Cal Labor's staff. According to this publication, Knock LA, one of the recordings is dated September 30th of 2022. That other scandal happened a few weeks, uh, actually a year later, a year previous in October 2021. So the focus of the Herrera-Cho conversation is about Herrera's allegiance to the current city council leadership and support of the status quo while blunting the democratic socialist inroads that do not support Cal Labor's power dominance. So this is a fight between like your current brand of lefty organized labor and like way left organized labor. And they get into the particulars, but there's a lot of names and and dates and that sort of thing. Um, uh, this Cho woman talks about how the Democratic Socialist operatives are experts at working on online campaigns and virtual endorsements. Um, she makes the disparaging comment, that's why they're so pale. <laughs> what, because they spend a lot of time on computers? Tech geeks don't get a lot of sunshine. Are we supposed to be offended by that? Uh, let's see. As we see now, to Herrera and Cho's detriment, 
They underestimated the powers and dollars behind the Democrat socialist machine as well as their intent. Herrera thought his role was to bring DSA into the fold and teach them how things are done at Cal Labor. Instead, DSA wiped Herrera out of the equation in their power consolidation efforts. So these guys, the Democratic socialists, are releasing these tapes. They're assassinating the king. To take over the kingdom of lefty labor L.A. politics. How about that? They're Cassius with the lean and hungry look if you're a fan of the bard. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, uh, people discussing this topic in L.A., and these were all New Yorkers talking about the history of New York politics and how the same thing has been going on forever. And it was the, the, the Germans and the Jews and the Catholics and the Italians or whoever carving various things out and doing the same sorts of things. And the Irish, you're racist. Um, uh, it's amazing democracy has worked as well as it has, really. Oh, yeah. It's the worst form of government. Except we've all the others all that have been tried. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that we've survived as well as we have with these sorts of things going on. And they still are, as you can see. Wow. Yeah. You're the junior partner. We'll show you how. We'll show you the ropes. We'll share some of the power with you. Need you to do this and that. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Uh, by the way, here's a tape of you using racist language, and you're about to be out of your job. Say the young up and coming socialists. Coming up, this is going to be kind of fun. Babe Ruth was the best at a number of different things. He may be the best pitcher there ever was in Major League Baseball, along with the best hitter who was ever in Major League Baseball. He may also be the best eater in the history of Major League Baseball. If you don't know these statistics, it's really quite shocking. I will not steal your thunder, but young Alex and I were chatting about this. It is one of the most extraordinary things I've ever heard. (laughs) Which is a pretty good tease. I've heard a lot of things. (laughs) And we'll get to that, among other things, on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Federal Election Commission records indicate top House Democrats Maxine Waters and James Clyburn have continued to shell out tens of thousands of dollars in campaign funds to family members ahead of the November midterm elections. Fox News Digital reports Waters' re-election campaign paid a total of $16,000 to her daughter in July and September of this year and more than a million dollars over several years. Clyburn paid $7,500 for office rent in August and nearly $80,000 since March of 2020 to a company operated by his daughter their campaigns have not responded to requests for comment they won't they wow. haven't responded and they won't have to respond because you won't hear that story anywhere but fox and and it barely made a ripple on fox so it just but uh, back to my previous theme of it's amazing democracy has succeeded as well as it has i'm i'm impressed by office rental i mean when i claim my kid is like a campaign consultant i mean at least conceivably they ought to do something at some point to to prove it but if i say i'm renting space from them who's to say i'm not right wow that is that is something yeah oh my lord and and we've got to raise taxes to help the poor of course that's often not tax money it's political contributions but uh 
Well, that's one of the reasons I'm not into giving money to politicians, because I know this is so much of the way the whole thing works, where uh, the campaign money gets spread around to families and that sort of thing. Right, right. Both sides of the aisle, worth mentioning. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, You don't eat as much as Babe Ruth. That in just a second. Uh, What was the other other thing I was going to tease? I don't remember. I've got a cold. I've I've got all the symptoms of one of your... COVID variants. I got a sore throat and I got a runny nose and I feel bad and all this. Coronavirus! And I and I, I haven't gotten a test. I haven't thought about getting a test. Is there any point in that? It, mm, not really. No. Now, I have a friend who had long COVID who said the reason you want to do it is if you end up with long COVID, your insurance company will cover it. Oh. If, if you can't prove it was long COVID because you never got a positive test, then it's... You're in a different situation. So I don't know if that's true or not, but. Yeah, I. Yeah. But what are most people doing? Are are people still testing whenever they feel like this? Or are you just going with, I got a cold because school started like every other year my kids have been in school? I think it's it's similar to what we've been talking about all along in your blue areas of the country. Your liberal type people are are still somewhat obsessed with COVID. Less so, but somewhat. And like among my friends, the, the wink and nod is don't test, don't tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only thing is, uh, and behind the peak behind the scenes, I Joe am going on a uh, once a year golf trip that I look forward to the entire year. And some of the fellows are somewhat older, and it would be very, very bad if I showed up with COVID. So I've said to Jack, "Hey, why don't you do the job from home today, and we'll see how it goes." So anyway, but uh, I just, I don't know, I don't know if it makes any difference if you have COVID at this point. You know, depends who you ask. I suppose. Yeah, I wouldn't want to give it to anybody. Oh no! At the uh, on the other hand, you know, God, we're talking about COVID. Um, we're all going to get it seventeen times in the next, you know, <laughs> right two to seventeen years. So Babe Ruth, baseball player, probably the most famous athlete in American history, George Herman Ruth, nicknamed Babe. Played for the Boston Red Sox originally, was a pitcher for them, and then went to the Yankees and was the greatest hitter of all time. A Red Sox teammate once said, I saw a man transformed into something pretty close to a god. Also talked about Babe Ruth's eating habits, which he called god-awful. <laughs> According to Babe Ruth in the 1918 Red Sox, which is, that's 104 years ago. Uh, this player, Hooper, who was a teammate of Babe Ruth, said, Lord, he ate too much. When we were traveling, he'd stop and order a dozen hot dogs and just as many bottles of soda, soda pop, stuff them in one after the other, then give a few big belches. And that would hold him for a couple of hours. Huh? That would hold him for a couple of hours? Right. That's a half a dozen hot dogs and just as many bottles of pop so six hot dogs six bottles of pop you belch and you're good for a little while it's kind of like a snack wow when babe ruth wasn't inhaling hot dogs he was gobbling up cold beef while visiting manager jack berry insisted on devouring raw hamburgers the boston post reported that according to ruth's wife almost every day he ate two and a half pounds of rare beef steak with a whole bottle of chili sauce Two and a half pounds with a bottle of chili sauce. Oh Having my an audience Lord. only. What? <laughs> I can only think of the next day. The pain. Oh, Lord, the pain. Having an audience only egged him on. 
During a six-hour outing in New York, Ruth had two massive dinners with two gigantic snacks in between. Each dinner consisted of two porterhouse steaks, a (gasps) double order of cottage-fried potatoes, two heads of lettuce, and two apple pies a la mode, the entire pies. Wow. Both snacks were made up of four hot dogs and four bottles of Coke. Getting back so to So between snacks. those two giant steak, potato, and salad, and pie dinners, he had what? Uh, four hot dogs and four bottles of Coke. Gee, money. The home runs were a minor achievement compared to the eating. <laughs> right. He was Barry Bonds and Joey Chestnut. Right. Which is quite an accomplishment. And he would do them at the same time, which yes. is really quite amazing. Do that, Aaron Judge, you skinny wuss. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. Don't pound me into the ground like a railroad spike. <laughs> oh, giant one. <laughs> the, man, you, you, I have thought this every time I've read or watched anything about Babe Ruth. You really can't hardly get enough information about that gentleman. What an amazing human. Yeah, well, and the fact that he was the, the best pitcher in baseball when he was pitching. And then, you know, decided, no, I, I got to play every day. Wow. wow. I think I'll eat two entire heads of lettuce. Then two well, entire apple much pies. A porterhouse steak in your gut, you'd need to, to just to keep things moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and a food baby. So there you go. Wow, the great Babe Ruth indeed. I mean, even if that's an exaggeration by a factor of two. Yipes. The great Mickey Mantle, of course, could drink any man under the uh, the table, often right. brutally hungover when he was setting all sorts of records. It was a different era, Jack. This came up yesterday briefly. Ian Bremmer tweeted out, We're seeing state-sponsored terror by the Russian government. We talked earlier about these drone attacks. They call them mopeds. In Ukraine, because they sound like a moped, but these Iranian drones that you just all of a sudden hear, and you look up and there's a drone and that thing might kill you. And it's Iranian drones and they're by the dozens attacking various cities, including the capital. They're actually trying to shoot them out of the sky because you have a better chance of it blowing up up there than you do if it lands down next to you. But how is this not state sponsored terror? I don't know. What, what else would you call it? Dropping bombs indiscriminately on civilians. I mean, it's it's what's the difference between this and if Al Qaeda was doing it? And at least in theory, going back to the early 2000s, uh, you know, the free world was at war against this sort of terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God Al Qaeda didn't have nukes. Oh, my God. Are these Iranian drones? Well, yeah, I'm just saying you could go ahead and whack the hell out of Al-Qaeda because they couldn't threaten to nuke you, unlike uh, Putin. All right, I see your point. And then Iran working as hard as they can to get nukes as they furnish these terrible weapons to the Russians who are, have been exposed, as one commentator had it. the uh, Their military is a midget with one giant arm. It's <laughs> an unnecessarily jolly metaphor, I think. Um, I, don't, I don't like that one. Well, and then we're sitting at the table, smiling, shaking hands with Iranian uh, negotiators while they're beating teenage girls to death in the street. And Michael McFall, the former ambassador, said, so it's okay for Iran to provide Russia with long-range weapons, but it's not okay for NATO to provide Ukraine with weapons of a similar range? Why is that? Yeah. Well, uh, coming up, got a lot of different stories, including, you remember the uh, yahoos who wanted to... uh, 
kidnapped the governor of Michigan. Well, one of those trials just took a really weird turn. If you can't stick around, grab the podcast later. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The most lit candles held in the mouth. You've got to be held for 30 seconds. Ready? Start. Start. 30. 30. 30. Oh. Yeah. Come on! 150 lit candles in the mouth. It's a tangible example that if you set your mind to a goal, believe in yourself and pursue the passion, you can accomplish virtually anything, even if there's no need to do it. It's a guy who set the world record, broke the world record of how many lit cigarettes you can have in your mouth at one time. I know that was candles. one of the records. Yeah. Candles. Yeah. Um, uh, remember when I was a kid, that was one of the records I was amazed by. That's a stupid record. Yeah, it used to be cigarettes, and then I, I remember hearing that they'd moved to candles because cigarettes are so Oh, I'd miss yeah. that. Yeah. When we were kids, the record was how many cigarettes you could put in your mouth, but they changed it to candles because cigarettes are unhealthy. So, 
the previous record was 105, Michael tells me, and this guy did 150. Yeah. It's an idiotic record anyway. There are too many records. I just bought my son the newest Guinness Book of World Records for 2022, and um, it's pretty cool, and he spent a lot of time with it, just like I spent a lot of time with the 1977 edition when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, Endless hours. uh, Yeah. But there are a lot of records in there that are pretty interesting about the modern world that obviously didn't exist when I was looking at it. The most watched YouTube video or the most downloaded this or that that are pretty uh, pretty damned interesting. I might actually have to do some of those on the air. So a bunch of stories have cropped up that are worth a, a glance anyway. We can discuss them as long as we like or not. I found this uh, surprising. So you remember the uh, the fellers who... Decided they ought to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Yeah. The uh, abhorrent, awful Gretchen Whitmer. If I remember correctly, like half or more of the people involved in the plot were FBI agents. (laughs) Yeah. And that was what tainted at least uh, several of the prosecutions. There are a bunch of halfwits who couldn't organize a two-car parade that were being led by the nose, uh, according to some, by the undercover agents. Um, and so, you know, they're being accused of perpetrating grand schemes of, of terrible, uh, you know, daring do. <laughs> and they couldn't tie their shoes. But anyway, uh, one <laughs> one dude who wasn't part of the previous trial, um, Paul Bellar, who was accused of uh, of helping in the plot, one of the jurors has been dismissed from the case. It's mid-case because several people in the courtroom, including the judge said they'd noticed this juror, a gal, continually glancing and smiling at the defendant. Oh, boy. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you want to kidnap me? I'm your governor, baby. Mm-hmm. You can call me governor. Mm-hmm. You could govern me all night long. Wow. Well, I think we get it. What the hell is going on? Just trying what the to hell it... is going on? <laughs> trying to make it clear. Oh, uh, that is so weird going horn dog on the defendant. This gal needs a man. Huh. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, he's accused of all sorts of uh, skullduggeries, <laughs> but he won't get convicted. You got something? Uh, I got a couple of things. One of them is a story I feel like you've been dismissive of. And uh, oh my! So Josh Crashauer of the of Axios, who's a pretty good reporter. I really enjoy him on Special Report with Brett Baer. He's a real smart guy and not a lot of style. He's just he's down to earth. This is something I brought up for a couple of weeks now. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy signaling that additional aid to Ukraine, now in the ninth month of the war with Russia, is unlikely if Republicans have the House majority. This is what I've been bringing up. The, the coming civil war battle within the Republican Party over the whole Ukraine funding thing. Yeah, I haven't poo-pooed it. I just, uh, you've been working that side of the street, but uh, wow, wow, wow. And yeah, and uh, boy, I, this uh, this might be uh, the, the uh, saying out loud the things I should keep quiet, but um, you want to run it by me first? <laughs> I'm thinking it over. I got, I got bills. <laughs> Maybe I'll save that for another time, but this is going to be a complicated issue. Now, Stephen Hayes of the Dispatch retweeted that and said, is this A, because Kevin McCarthy has thought long and hard about the geopolitical implications of such a move? 
I think he's laughing as he says that one. Oof. B, because he's trying to win favor of the pro-right, pro-Russia right, your Tucker Carlson Trump crowd. Or C, because MGT, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the Fringe are now the policy engine of the GOP. Those aren't three very good choices from Stephen Hayes. I uh, That was a bit cynical, if you ask I, me, those well, three choices. I, I, well, okay, well, what do you think it is? Why do you think the Republican Party is, uh, I think it's B, isn't it? A legitimate desire not to cause World War III for a tangential issue for most Americans. And you think legit the majority of Republicans feel that way? No, not necessarily in the majority, but uh, a significant chunk. It's it's absolutely worth uh, asking that question. Is this in the United States uh, national interest to the extent that we should be sending billions of dollars and risking Russian, you know, retaliation blah blah blah? I happen to answer the question yes. I I think it's an overwhelming yes. Yeah, I, there's definitely a political calculation going on with Kevin McCarthy. Um, and, and he hasn't been elected the leader yet. Remember that. So he's working both sides of the uh, ideological aisle within the Republican Party. It's also possible, and I don't know this, I wish, we ought to talk to Josh Kroshauer at some point. Um, <clears throat> the absolutely defensible notion that we're sending these billions of dollars over, where's it coming from? Let's stop driving up the debt. Do you want us to continue to send billions of dollars to the Ukrainians to fight? Okay, where do you want us to take it from? I mean, if, if that ever came back into the national conversation, hallelujah. Yeah, and I've uh, long been a Congress should declare war guy. Um, well, proxy war? Well, where are we? Who, 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 at what point are you at war? How many billions of dollars of arms and training do you give to a country before you are at war? To kill the other guy? Yeah, it's a, again, it's a question worth asking. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, mankind has agreed that proxy war is not the same as war. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that could be quite the political story if the Republicans take the House, which I think they almost guaranteed uh, are. If if Kevin McCarthy, as the leader, does decide, no, we're, we're not supporting this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. That'll be a, uh, a conversation that we will have. Uh, so a totally different topic. Um, uh, oh, yeah. You know what? Um, good news if, like me, you listen to way too much rock and roll, way too loud, and or committed the true unpardonable, uh, pardonable sin of growing older um, that, that <laughs> for some reason fate decides to punish you for that, but... Quickly, though, a word from our friends at HelloFresh. Treat yourself to fabulous, delicious, gourmet meals. And you actually pick up cooking skills along the way. And you end the, what are we going to have for dinner? I don't know. The kids don't like that. The kids are tired of that. Blah, blah, blah. HelloFresh is a way to have great food that's prepared. Well, you prepare it, but it's measured out, and it's all delivered to you fresh. Love it. Fall might be the tastiest time of the year for HelloFresh. They make it deliciously easy to savor all the that the season has to offer, all kinds of recipes, and it's um it's going to save you a lot of more money. More than thirty five weekly recipes to choose from. The ingredients delivered right to your home, so plenty of options, and it's way cheaper than uh, any other routine. So it's easier and cheaper and more delicious. That's pretty cool. 
Yep, all sorts of great options, too. Dozens of weekly recipes to choose from, and I just love the food so much. Uh, HelloFresh, actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Sign up today. You'll get 65% off plus free shipping with the code <clears throat> excuse me, Armstrong65 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. That's HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. Okay. Oh, boy, I just came across something. If you're a history nerd like myself, um, a new Max Hastings book. As Tim Sandifer says, if you're a history fan, you should read everything he ever puts out. But he's got a new book out, pretty good timing, about the nuclear crisis of 1962, hmm. which was going on this week, 60 years ago. Right now, the nuclear, the Cuban Missile Crisis was going on, and there's a new great book out about it. Wow. Okay. Terrific. Uh, totally different topic. Uh, the government uh, has now allowed. The government has now allowed. Boy, oh. that very phrase right. pisses me off. Wow. Huh. The government has now allowed pharmacies and big box stores to sell hearing aids without prescriptions. Yeah, this is huge news. If you know anybody with a hearing aid that uses a hearing aid, they have been ridiculously, insanely expensive. For a long time. Yeah, thousands of dollars. Now it's going to be hundreds to maybe very low $1,200, depending on the model. Uh, I did not know some of the things I am about to communicate to you about the world of, of hearing aids. Um, the industry's long been dominated by a handful of manufacturers under a model of care that critics have said raised costs and stifled innovation. They almost because certainly have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're thinking this is going to usher in a revolution of lower prices and new technologies and expand access for millions of people with untreated hearing loss. This in previous days, with all due respect to people in the industry, this was so clearly the product of lobbying, writing checks. Oh, no, you can't uh, deregulate. People can't get a fairly simple amplifier of sound. And it's it's more complicated than that, I grant. But uh, without a prescription and paying me thousands of dollars and these manufacturers that control the market are happy to write you checks, Senator Jones. Well, right, and we we brushed up against the hearing aid industry for a little while, and it it just the product just had such a look of like the seventies or eighties to it to me, Uh, at a time when you know uh, all kinds of recording microphone speaker equipment has improved so much so fast. It just seemed to be so old timey. Well, there's reasons for that. Yeah, I remember playing uh, my crazy rock and roll. Just uh, We had wonderful in-ear monitors that you could customize the mix and everything in, in a bunch of fabulous ways. But if I wanted to do essentially the same thing for conversation in a crowded room, I'd have to pay thousands of dollars and get a prescription. Anyway, uh, do we have time for this? I tell you what, I'd rather not rush through it. Um, how it works and the way your brain has to become accustomed to a hearing aid, I found intriguing. Didn't know that. Yeah, the whole prescription thing is not completely ridiculous. There's something to it. So we'll explain that, plus a couple of newsy items about politics and and uh, you name it coming up. Uh, Iran just did something horrible. That's breaking news. Oh, so. man. Yeah, stay tuned. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, most of my knowledge about hearing aids, and I thought this was a major development when the news broke last week that you could start getting them without a uh, prescription and the prices are going to come way down because my dad got a hearing aid, mostly because he wanted to be able to hear his grandkids. He's an older guy, and you lose that uh, that high end of your hearing, and so he couldn't hear little kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like m- many folks, my dad has hearing aids, and they work great, but they're not in enough, but... You know, I've never had them. And in reading about the now deregulation of the hearing aid industry, I found this interesting. For first-time users, um, hearing aids require fine-tuning and a degree of patience as the brain becomes accustomed to processing sounds that have been muffled for years. Oh, wow. Says, according to audiology experts, it's not like popping on a new pair of glasses and instantly seeing clearly. It sometimes takes days or weeks to become accustomed to them which might be easy for tech-savvy people, but more challenging for the target audience, which is older folks. 
Uh, now, manufacturers, this is the, the upside, say they're ready to smooth the process for new customers. Today's hearing aids come with smartphone apps that allow consumers to calibrate the devices themselves. Oh, cool. They're setting up call centers and help desks to assist customers with fit and tuning. Um, moreover, with millions of new customers on the horizon representing billions of dollars in sales, they're gearing up for competition over price, sound quality, design, and multiple functions like call streaming and music. Yeah, you're about to see the unleashing of the free market on hearing aids, and they are going to get so much better so fast. Yeah, the genius of the American people, and the Japanese people for that, and Korean or whatever, is now about to get unleashed because the government stopped unnecessarily over-regulating a market. Right. Um, this guy at Johns Hopkins, uh, it's part of the hearing center there, said it's going to be the wild, wild west for a few years, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, it will be great. I wonder if, like, most of us won't be wearing some sort of inner ear thing pretty much all the time. And so you're either listening to podcasts or music or um, taking phone calls or it helps your hearing just all in the same thing. That wouldn't surprise me at all if we're not all, most of us, wearing some inner ear thing most of the time. Not walking around like Bluetooth on-ear guy but with some tiny device that's got wonderful audio quality. Uh, just for those not acquainted with the, the topic, lower-end prescription hearing aids go for around $2,000 a pair. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, typically sold alongside audiological services, which often brings the total price to around 4000 to $8,000. Yeah, I was going to say my experience is around five, so that fits in there with there. But that yeah, that's just ridiculous. I yeah. mean, for the technology for all kinds of audio equipment that exists now, that's just ridiculous. Here's a guy, a registered Democrat, running as a third-party candidate for a New York City House seat. Uh, was not getting enough attention, so he has made a porn. He has performed in a pornographic film to drum up attention for his campaign to emphasize his support for legal prostitution. This Mike Itkiss performed in a 13-minute porno with pornographic actress Nicole Sage. Actress. And uploaded it. No, they're actually fornicating. I guess she's acting like she's enjoying it. Anyway, then uploaded it to the adult film website Pornhub, according to some publication. I think she's acting like she would do this with this dude regardless of payment. I guess that's the acting. Yes. Uh, Keeping in mind that a 2020 New York Times investigation revealed that Pornhub was hosting thousands of videos of rape and sexual exploitation. Oh, my God. Uh, The parent company now facing a lawsuit for allegedly platforming child sex abuse material. Um, But this guy, it's worth knowing, 53 years old and not slim. (laughs) So you can upload it all you want. Yeah, well, I... That's not my thing, so... It was yeah. so bizarre and so grotesque. There's a reviewer there. Uh, AT&T has said, we're committed to ensuring this doesn't happen again. What happened was they bribed an aide to the all-powerful speaker of the Illinois House, Michael Madigan, who's one of the great political mobsters in American history. AT&T... Bribed this guy $22,500 through a lobbying firm they worked with to alter a law that obligated them to do landlines for, like, everybody in Illinois. It's no law and the rest of it. but So they bribed this guy twenty two five, and they're paying a fine of $23 million. 
You know, I'm reminded of uh, a, a person associated with Major League Baseball who once told me the steroid tests are not steroid tests. They're intelligence tests. If you can't figure out how to get around the tests, you're too stupid to play baseball. Well, if you're too stupid to figure out how to route money to politicians and their top aides without it being a blatant bribe with a paper trail, you're too stupid to bribe politicians. Here's my bad Iranian story I want to jam in before we run out of time. So you got this Iranian sport climber. She's like a solo rock climber and involved in some international competition in Seoul, South Korea. She defiantly, in support of her fellow women in Iran, did not wear her headscarf to compete and made a deal out of that, and she has gone missing. Oh, my Lord. And it is now being reported that she is on a plane back to Tehran. She has had her passport and other identifications confiscated. So we may never see her again. Heading for one of the political prisons, no doubt. Yeah. And that's an ugly situation. If you ever miss an hour of the Armstrong and Getty show, and I don't know why you would, but if you ever do, um, you can get it in podcast form. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. That's what you Google or Bing or search for or whatever. Well, some poor unfortunates don't get hour four of the show on their radio station, so they have to grab the podcast later on, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's a four-hour deal? It is. Contract says so. Otherwise, I'd be long gone, buddy. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.